What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Yay. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday afternoon or evening Cribs and Capsules, the longest. Wait a minute. The second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We got an interesting show today. This one's going to be interesting. These are one of the topics that if men actually broach this topic, if we actually approach this topic, if we actually bring this up, we're automatically a perv. I got money. And this is going to be an interesting video because let me give you a little bit of a preview of the video that we're going to watch and evaluate. But as you guys know, uh, the way we do it over here, all right, let me see. Is this the actual video? Oh, no, that's the that's the photo. All right, where's the video at? Uh, how we do it over here is we show you a little bit. We lay the groundwork behind what we see in society. Then we actually get down to the full breakdown of the actual video. All right, so I actually lost the video. Um, and I'm going to have to pull it up. Pull up, coach, pull up. Let me see where I can find the video right there. Where, where did the video go? Oh, I found the video now. All right, so let's give you a quick preview of the video. And um, then we can actually get into the discussion of, of is this guy actually right? Is it the what he said, the way he said it, or is he just a big old fat pervert? All right. So we got to talk about this because it's a very interesting video. Let's give you a little bit of a preview. First of all, this is the brother here. Uh, shout out to this brother. He's got his red, black, and green beads on. And he's going to give you a little bit of advice as to how your daughters are dressing out here. Go ahead and let it let it rip. Hey, yo. Don't nobody know your daughter is 14, 15 years old, man. They don't. Especially when they see them wearing these tight-ass shorts with their ass cheeks hanging out the goddamn shorts. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Slow down, sir. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. He's a little bit uh descriptive about them tiny-ass shorts with the cakes hanging out the bottom all right uh we're gonna we're gonna listen to this particular video and um it's interesting because of course he's a male he's a black male and he's talking about something that's very important but of course i talked about this yesterday anytime men bring these subjects up they immediately go into calling you a pervert while you're looking and they corner you into a conversation without actually addressing the conversation I talked to you about a private school administrator that said, hey, these girls are keep hiking up their their skirts. We shouldn't allow young girls to uh, the, the the student female population to wear the skirts. Of course, then they charged them for be, with being a perv. And he's like, damn. All right. I'm trying to make people aware of the situation. Uh, you obviously as a school are having trouble monitoring the girls roll, rolling up their skirt, their skirts. And why don't we just get rid of them? Because it, it's a distraction. And then they called him a perv. So this is going to be the hard part of this conversation. I've been I've been labeled a perv here on YouTube um, and a, a bunch of other things, of course, without any proof. But um, it, it's, it's one of those things where we say men's sexuality is always used against them with the with the caveat of this. A lot of times sexuality is aimed at getting men's attention. Now, sometimes they do things to aim to get men's attention, maybe not your attention. All right. But it's to get some other man's attention. And then if other men look and they acknowledge, then they're called a perv. So what we're going to do is, um, I don't know, man, I got to get into this show, but I'm going to get a little bit deep on this issue. I'm going to wait a minute. I'm going to dive deep onto this issue. Okay. Um, I'm going to dive deep into this issue by giving you a little bit of background on what's happening in our culture. We're going to look at some examples of uh, 
what he, what he's talking about teens actually capitalizing on their sexuality but at the same time men are men men addressing it are perverted when when uh in in they're even doing this to church pastors so i have a church pastor that is going to testify to this i have sad guru the sad guru of india actually testifying to this a lot of men in the past have been let's just say um trying to keep women to be modest and protect themselves but a lot of times women are saying hey we want to be free and independent and provocative and we want to wear what we want to wear without your opinion meaning you cannot govern what we wear but i can capitalize off of it monetarily even if i'm what people consider underage and uh, eat, and they can still capitalize on it monetarily but if you complain about it you're a perv all right so we got to cover all of this stuff and it's going to be an interesting episode and i'm putting my neck on the line here because everybody knows I like the junior college. So as a result of me liking the junior college, my sexuality is being used against me. But I'm going to show you the hypocrisy on that uh, as well, because there is a lot of hypocrisy of that as of late that people are afraid to call out. But when it comes to men, they're not afraid to call this out. So we're going to talk about this. And uh, let me show you a couple of other clips. Let's see if I have them lined up. Uh, it appears that every time I show one clip, they my other clips disappear. So that's a little bit frustrating. So I'm going to have to find uh, that clip that I showed you of the young girl in the gym. I'm going to play it here. I'm going to have to turn it down, though, because it's going to have a there you go. I'm going to get copyrighted for that. But um, we're going to show you this video that I've showed you quite a few times. And again, this is an example of what we call plausible deniability. So in this case, this obviously would appear to be a, a young woman. And uh, she's in a public setting, and she's dressed like a, a tight banana. All right, she's dressed like a tight banana with these yellow leggings and a sports bra. Now, um, it's odd that she would choose this or somebody would record her doing this. I don't know if her friend recorded her doing this and they put it up or someone in the gym recorded her doing this. I'm sure if it was someone in the gym recording her doing this, he's probably going to be labeled a perv. Um, if it's her friend recording her doing this and they posted it online, what does that mean? She's using it to capitalize on her sexuality. Let's go ahead and play the clip as we're talking. So either way, there's somebody that's going to come up with the L. And then when you have the discussion, why is she doing that in the gym and dress like that? Well, there goes plausible deniability. All right. Now she can come in and says, my intention was to just work out. It's you that's distracted. It's you that can't control your libido. It's you that have the problem. It's you that has the pervert, right? So the plausible deniability comes in where they can always wriggle out of it and say, well, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that you're distracted by me. OK, don't be distracted by me. Focus on what you're doing. And so this is where the circular argument is had and we can never establish what exactly is the intention. And maybe we can actually come to some sort of middle ground and, and um, negotiate. Is this a property? Is this appropriate? Is the decorum violation? Is there a violation of decorum and gym protocol? Um, is tank tops going to be the equivalent? Uh, these are all the conversations that our society's having. That that young woman looks probably under 18. All right. So if she's able to capitalize attention wise, is that fair? Is that fair? And if that's fair, can she then seek the attention of men in, in, in public or should she? Or are those men perverts? See, we're having a very, 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 very tough situation of uh, of of this thing here. Okay. Now, before we get in too deep, pause. Um, 
this is how you contribute to the show. Let your voice be heard uh, on this one. And I'll have a poll up later, not a poll, a stripper poll, but a poll up later. Look at some of the clips that I played at the beginning of the show. It kind of shows where we're going as a society with this, that young girls are actually exploring their sexuality a lot younger. Uh, obviously, development is actually uh, being put out there. And not only that, there's not a lot of boundaries on clothing and attire. So they are growing into their bodies and what they naturally want to do is going to be wanting to display it because it's probably somewhere near their peak, um, peak wise. Sometimes it's not, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, sometimes it is. But as they're growing and developing, right, Mother Nature sprinkling a little bit of dust on them so they can attract the best possible mate they can. And um, then they're starting to display their bodies, especially with hot girl summer, summer dresses and all of these things. This is a part of the lexicon. But of course, if you bring it up, you're pervert. We're going to listen to this guy. He's going to talk about it. We're going to listen to it a little bit later, but as you know, we got to set up, but the let your voice be heard on this topic. Dollar sign CGA live. The link is right there. Actually, there's no link, but the, the dollar sign CGA live on the cash app is right down there. You see that? I'm looking at it right down there on the right side of the lower half of the screen. Also premium men members content at coach Greg premium, premium members content over on Patreon, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams and the let your verse be heard, 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 heard. To let your voice be heard on PayPal, it is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And I'm going to type that into the live chat right now, right now. All right, paypal.me. And so I will, oh, somebody wants me to put up the disclaimer. Hey, the disclaimer is going up right there. Disclaimer, I think it's running right now. Oh, wait a minute. I put paypal.com. That shouldn't be it. There it is right there. All right, so this show, I mean, listen, it takes guts to approach these subject matters. Because um, when you approach these subject matters, people are going to throw darts at you. And the obvious darts are going to, it's going to be obvious what they throw at you, okay? You're automatically going to be lined up as the perv. And I'm willing to be called almost just about any name. So whatever it is that you're going to call me based on touching this show, it is what it is. Uh, but I, I'm not the problem. It's you guys have the problem. It ain't me. I'm just a social commentator. Um, anyway, shout out to, uh, who is this here? Shout out to Brian A. He says, thirst trap and jailbait summer. Men, look away or it's eye grape. Yes, LOL, yes. Uh, the eye grapists out here, we call men eye grapers. Uh, men, a lot of times, you know, you'll use your sunglasses and you're looking. Some of you guys don't realize what you look like when you're staring at women. And uh, maybe one day if you were a woman for a day, you might realize how ridiculous you look um, when you're staring at women and, you know, you're freezing like a deer in the headlights. Everybody knows, you know, the women know you're looking at them through their peripheral or through reflections in glasses. They know you're looking at them because you're holding your breath. <laughs> All right, you're holding your breath and your head still and your eyes are just moving back and forth. Um, and so they know you're looking without even have to acknowledge that you're looking just based on your, your behavior. This is what you pretty much look like, most of you guys. When you're looking at women and you're trying to be cool and act like you're not looking at women, this is what you look like. And uh, most of you guys think that you're looking all cool, calm and collected, but you look just like Samuel L. Jackson right here. This is what you look like. And women will tell you women will tell you. Uh, and this is why they call you guys, you know, stalkerish. This is why they call you guys all kind of names. And you're like, why are you calling me a perv? Well, this is what you guys look like. I mean, this is. Just to let you guys know, uh, right here, you know, I know you're trying to look cool and all, but uh, this is what you look like right here, right there. And then these women be calling y'all looking like predators out here. Well, 
you know. <laughs> it is what it is. And that's you. So, brothers, sometimes we got to take an L and acknowledge the fact that, yeah, you know, we look a little creepy out here, too. Why do they call men creeps? Well, this is what you look like trying to not look at women, but you're looking at them at the same time. Mm. <laughs> what a damn shame. So, listen, we got to acknowledge where we fail, too. We got to acknowledge where we fail. So, um, oh, I was doing PayPal's anyway. Anyway, anyway, you thought you were looking cool, wasn't you? But you weren't. You're looking like Samuel L. Jackson. Who is in here? We want to make sure we don't tell government names. He says, uh, thank God you came on tonight so I don't have to watch the fate. January 16th committee. Stop bring political. Oh, do we have to talk about that? And we're going to call you Mr. Art, Mr. C. Art. So I don't uh, say your government name or your company. I don't know if you want me to. Uh, January 6th. Do we haven't even discussed that? Shout out to Maryland guy. What's up, coach? There's two YouTube channels you should check out. Oh, I've know these guys. Um, no, no, no free advertisement though. But I know, I know one of them. Shout out to you. I was laughing my a off. All right, no free advertisement over here. I'm turning to Kevin Samuels. All right, but uh, appreciate you, Maryland guy. I'm gonna say some government names. He says day one. We're gonna call you Brandon S. Day one of my free agent lifestyle ended with the Asian cutie on her way from the freshman orientation, spending the night in my hotel room. She left me 15 years of seniors, or she let me 15 years of senior do debaucherous things to her body for a tank of gas. Hit me with the. I got money. Man, I was, I bet up with the, uh, uh, we're going to call him a colleague, a friend of mine this afternoon. And we were talking about this generation Z women. You guys better buckle up. I feel bad for Gen Z men. I feel absolutely bad, but this has always been a part of history. But now because of the sexual liberation and the way women can basically the, the way they're bipolar and they can basically just have an out of body experience for, you know, for a uh, financial gain. I mean, your women are out here doing debaucherous things. <laughs> I mean, yo, Gen Z, bro. We had we had hoochies back in the day. We had hoochies. But the way it's out going on now, bro, it's out of control. I feel bad for Gen Z. Because these are your future wives that I'm. <laughs> these are your future wives that I'm going to hand down to you guys. All right. We're passing these young women on to you and they out here trying to make ends meet. And then I'm going to look up all over your fake book and I'm going to see you looking just like this gump right here. Uh, I'm going to see you guys like this marrying that woman. I'm going to be like, bruh, 10 years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, you realize I was responsible for her whole damn, her whole damn Botox, all of her damn gas, <laughs> all of her biology books. This is going to be you, bruh. And that's you. She'd be like, got him. All right. Oh, man. Do you realize the amount of members of the Nasty Boys and the Coach Gang and the Feet Picture Committee out here? Do you realize what we're doing? Right, What's the best thing about being a woman? Probably having kids. Definitely having an ass. <laughs> you grab so your boob and you like, you calm down. It's like stress relieving. Yeah. I feel like if a cop like pulls you over or pulls you up or something, then you can just like cry and look pretty. And I think the best thing about being a woman is that pussy is globally accepted as a form of payment. Wow. Man, I'm telling you, bro, uh, what I will tell you is, again, I've been in education for 20 years and I've worked around college and high school uh, people, young, young adults. 
And let me just tell you, they're not as naive as people make you believe. Like, listen to this clip. I don't think any of those girls were past, you know, they, they might have been freshmen in college. And listen how they're speaking about uh, themselves. And then, but but then when it works against them, they automatically say, oh, these girls are children and they're children. You're perv, right? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So they can monetize. They can get themselves. They can use their sexuality. They can use it as a form of payment, right? They can get out of tickets. And they're going to do some other things that we're going to highlight, too, here. Um, it's going to be one of those shows that the disclaimer is going to have to run below here. Billy the Kid says, fellas, be careful out there. There are He says, these women are thirsting for attention. Turn away and keep it moving. So one of the philosophies we do have um, that I advise men to do, especially in public, is to not be so so willing to give away free attention like that. I don't believe in rubbernecking, although sometimes I just have to get a second look. I don't believe in going out instant validation. I don't believe in cold approach. I don't believe in all of those things. Now, if you got to get a sneak peek, that's what you got to do. Uh, but but uh, the the starving of attention, uh, the lack of fathers in the home, the lack of uh, strong parentage is forcing uh, something, these you know young people, men and young men and young women to go out into the world and do some things for Jasmine Rice, gas, a little bit of attention. It's a little, it's, it's crazy, but you got to be ready for it. Uh, the dictator says, coach, not the spinner laughing my A off, uh, not going nowhere. Appreciate that. I think that was, uh, this was towards the end of the show. Brian Taylor says, Gelco to pay $5.2 million for STD car segs. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Shout out to Miss. Oh, I already got him right there. Uh, the dictator also says, "I'm about to be, I'm about to be the biggest free agent, bro." Instead, of, I'm about to be a three o four. All right, he's about to be the biggest three free agent. No drift. Shout out to you, my man is on fitness level. He says milk, biscuits, and ready for the show, and meat. Pause. Peace, quiet, and freedom. All right, Dre says, uh. We'll call you Dre says uh, people treat you like you're dressed no matter what. Ah, that's going to not work for that's not going to work for plausible deniability. All right. But it only works if you dress as a thug, a game banger. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden people say, well, you shouldn't wear that hoodie. <laughs> I can wear a hoodie. Do I look like a criminal? Always tell my son, watch the hoodies, bro. In this neighborhood, watch the hoodies. I have to tell him, man, I'm like, dude, these people will bug out. On a hoodie, but it is what it is. Uh, Nashwick says Zoe, Zoe Laverne is the perfect example of this argument. Zoe Laverne is that somebody real, or is you talking about Zoe Laverne? Zoe Laverne. I'm not sure who this is, but she looks like uh, I'll, I'll maybe talk about her. I'll, I'll throw her up here. She looks like, I can't tell what her age is. Let me see what her age is. It says she's 21. She doesn't, she looks foldable though. I mean, she definitely looks foldable. I don't think she looks 21, but again, age does not determine looks. And this is one of the difficulties that people have to understand. But I always tell you guys is there's different levels of ages. Chronological age, which is just a measure of time, doesn't determine anything. It doesn't determine anything, but just measures beginning and end. Or you have a mental age, which determines your maturity. You have a physical age or a biological age, which determines where you're physically. Like that guy, Greg Oden, the basketball player for the Portland Trailblazers. Let me just uh, show you this. I always want to give you an example of what different ages mean. What's, where's Greg Oden? Uh, Greg Oden. 
here's a decent picture of Greg Oden. And shout out to him. I don't mean to use him and disrespect him. But Greg Oden came out of college looking like Bill Russell. All right. All right. Greg Oden came out of college looking like Bill Russell. All right. So he came into the NBA. Age-wise, his chronological age, he was 21 years old. He was a freshman, and he played one season of freshman basketball. I mean, basketball at Ohio State. He played as a freshman. He came out into the league looking like 48 years old. Okay, so his bio, and by the way, he broke down like a damn rusty chair. All right, so age-wise, chronologically, he was 21. But physically, he was 90. This is a great example of what we're talking about, and I have to take it in the, out, of, out of the female context so you know what we're talking about. See, this is him in college. Everybody can see damn well that this dude don't look 19 years old. He's 19 years old. Physically, he's 65. And mentally, we, we don't determine. I couldn't determine that unless I was able to meet him in person. All right. So this is the problem when we look at age and we say, well, because a person's a certain age, then you can't look at them. Well, physically, they have a physical age of whatever, and they have a chronological age of whatever, and a mental age of whatever. We can't determine it. There's some young women or some older women who are 40. They're built like they're 58, and they have the mental capacity of a 12-year-old. So can you can you be with them, <laughs> right? Is it, is it okay with, to be with them? What age are you determining things? Um, it's crazy out here. That's crazy. Shout out to Greg Oden. I just used him as an example. I did not mean to diss him. Inspired one is in the building. Shout out to Inspired one. And last one before we get going is uh, watch dating a girl from OnlyFans by no free, no free, um, no free uh, content creators here. Although, although you paid for it, but <laughs> no free promotion. Okay, and two people start saying my name on their channels. Where are we at here? Let's get to the show. Now, let's start hitting you off here. So we're talking about this man right here. Let's go ahead and flash him back on the screen, 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 screen. Damn, like, I keep losing the video trying to play another video. Ay, ay, ay. I hate when that does that to me. So let's see if I can pull it up here. Okay, so let's go ahead and give you the sneak preview again, and then we'll play it in full after we give you the breakdown. How I do my show is I have to set the evidence up first so that you guys can't try to target me. I basically fill all the holes in the gaps so you guys can't just assume that I'm over here and start calling me names. All right, so this is the guy. Let's hear it again. Oh, wait. Let's hear him again. Hey, yo. Don't nobody know your daughter is 14, 15 years old, man. They don't. Especially when they see them wearing these tight-ass shorts with their ass cheeks hanging out the goddamn shorts. Men see physical, we see it. We don't know she 15, 14, man. Sis, you don't see your daughter out there look like she having an ass-out contest with you? Okay, so we're going to play this entirety. It's about three minutes, so we're going to be able to pick some of these things apart and see if, if if he's right about this, or or is he just a perv? Is he an undercover perv, like people are calling him? Is he a part of the problem, or he's is he part of the solution? Is he part of the solution? That's what we're going to talk about, and we'll let you vote. We're going to let you vote on this one. Let you, let you. 
Okay, so here we go right here. We're going to share the screen. Where's the screen? Let's talk about where we are as a society. Now, I don't know if you know, we did a video. We did a video about these young girls right here. And uh, I believe it's an artist called Glorilla. Now, in this video, Glorilla did a video. And I believe these young girls are from Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, part of the 14 horrible cities that blacks migrated to in the 50s that we covered at the end of the show to this morning. And so Glorilla is out here, and these are depictions of some of the girls here. Now, I can't really determine their age. They could be what you would determine as underage, or they could be slightly overage. They could be, we don't know. I would say they're somewhere in that category. But they have no problem making money and capitalizing off of this sort of imagery. Don't say because they're tattoos, they're over 18. We know girls 16 and 17 that have tattoos. All right, so now they have no problems um, shaking it, smoking blood. Take a picture here. Uh, this video's on YouTube, by the way, so don't complain about me. Um, and they actually age-restricted my Sierra twerking video when the video is on YouTube. <laughs> How the hell you age-restrict my video about Sierra? I, she was the one that put the video out. <laughs> I swear to God, the YouTube politics is absolutely crazy. So here she is here. These are These are what you people would call Kids, children, young girls. By the way, this young girl right here is pregnant with a scissor cup in her hand, allegedly. So this is what people are doing. We have a weird parallel heel here. Are we not supposed to look at this? Once you arrive at a certain age as a man, am I supposed to just turn my head in shame? Am I supposed to let this go? Can women capitalize off of this financially and then say you're a perv if you look? What's going on here? How about this one? Uh, we talked about this one. Shout out to Maury. We'll play a little bit, bit of a clip. This is a clip of a woman who, a young woman, a young adolescent woman who is actually being promoted on YouTube. She's being promoted on a lot of social media sites. She actually has a member's payment site for private videos. And here she is right here with her full parent's permission. This one young girl says she's 15. And so this is the type of imagery that we see here. All right. And I'm pretty sure she has a major, she had definitely has a big following. And uh, her parents are in full uh, compliance with her promoting herself. They're selling her. That's not her, right? Uh, but uh, let's see here. We'll show you a, another quick little clip uh, about this young girl right here. Where is she at? Where's the girl? Okay, here it is right here. Here's another quick little clip about it. And uh, that's the mom right there. And that's the daughter. And so are, are we not supposed, are we letting this fly or what? So if we acknowledge this, if we are a member, if, if no one calls this out, what is this? What is, where are we at right here? And so this is the daughter. There's the, I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? This is, this is, yo, I mean, I tell you, man. So this is, this is on YouTube. These things are on YouTube. Uh, these things are being sold. She has a social media site, Instagram with hundreds of thousands of followers. Uh, 200,000 followers to be exact. 200,000 followers to be exact. So what's going on here? Is anybody calling this out? What about Charlie D'Amelio? Charlie D'Amelio just turned 18. But for the last three years, she was the most popular person on TikTok. Let me say that again. For the last three years, while she was under 18, she was the most popular person on TikTok. As a matter of fact, she still is the most popular person on TikTok. And she's about to be passed up by the dude that does this. The uh, African dude. I think he's an African guy. So she's about to be passed up, but she's held the throne as the most popular person on TikTok. Why is she the most popular person at TikTok at 15? 
Well, it's pretty simple. She wriggles around and has no problem wriggling around for likes and adoration and sponsorship. She's probably worth in the neighborhood of $10 million, all right? And her family is fully behind this, all right? Her family is fully behind her promoting herself like this for the last three years, all right? Let me look it up real quick. So what is this? Is, is this perversion? If you if you subscribe, are you a perv? Are we just letting people monetize themselves as they're underage and then calling men pervs for calling it out? What are we doing here? Are we being hypocritical? Uh, Charlie D'Amelio is going to be her. Um, and people ask, how do you know about these things? See, that's another bit of shaming language there. Does it matter? This is my job. This is why I know, number one, I'm a social media content creator, number one. All right, I know who almost everybody is, almost. All right. However, I do have kids the same age as her, similar age, and I've been aware of these people for quite a while. So don't try to shame me. That's just you trying to change the subject. But um, let's see here. This is my job as well. All right. Let me see what her net worth is just to get you an indication. Charlie D'Amelio's net worth is $20 million. All right. So let me go back here. This young girl since the age of 14 or 15 has been the most popular person on TikTok because she looks like the girl next door. All right, she has the girls next door, and most of her videos, especially early on, was her dancing. All right, dancing. It was just simply her dancing. I'm trying to find one because these are her latest videos, but it was simply her dancing in front of the camera. All right, and that became popular, and a lot of girls tried to copy that format and become famous. All right, so now she's worth $20 million. She literally capitalized on what? Her youth, her young, uh, what, what you would call underage, physically, physical, physicality. But what is this about? Uh, let's see here. How about uh, this one right here? We're just talking about the hypocrisy of the thing before we get into the details. Uh, bad Barbie, bad baby, whatever her name is. Bad baby. Bad baby, uh, while she was 17, proceeded to, as she was turning 18, join OnlyFans. Meaning the day she turned 18, uh, she set up an OnlyFans and throughout the year claimed she made $50 million. Nobody says anything. I mean, they say anything, but what they're saying is you go, girl. However, we're now going to criticize men for looking in public. We're now going to criticize and act like uh, there's an innocence related to young girls doing this, right? We're going to still act like it's innocent. We're going to still act like the man's a perv for recognizing this. We're still going to act like that, but we're also going to watch people use this as a means to capitalize or get themselves out of trouble, right? It's actually crazy what we do here. All right, what about this? Okay, if we don't, if we want to take it from the hetero conversation and take it to the homo conversation, what about the young kids that are being used as a means to cross over, and they're using their child, these children, and and they're either introducing sexuality to them, they're even discussing sexuality at an early age, an elementary age, and they're actually showing sexuality to them in means of uh, um, what do you call these? Uh, what you would call them? You would call them drag queen shows with a sign that's not going to lick itself. And you have kids being paraded around by what you, they would call drag queens. Are we going to ignore this and just call out men for being pervs all the time? Are we going to call these people pervs? Is this natural? What are we doing here? What are we doing? All right. This, 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 what are we doing here, y'all? There's a, there's a, I believe this is a drag queen holding a little girl's hand and a little boy's hand. Here's a little boy right here next to a drag. Are we cool with this? Are we not calling this out or are you scared? Is it just easy just to call out a man as a perv? Because it's the easiest thing to do. Use this sexuality against him. See, I always lay out the facts here 
just before we get into it so you don't have because I know you are a coward and you won't call those people out because you're scared of the agenda, right? See, you're willing to call people like me out, but you're not willing to call them out. And they've got really young boys there and they got really young girls there. All right. Yeah. How about this? How about this? I lay down the facts here. I do my job well. How about this? There's a teen girl right here. Texas teen goes to the restroom at an NBA arena. I believe it was the Dallas Mavericks arena or the Phoenix Sun. And it says police find her 10 days later in Oklahoma hotel sold for SEX. So we're saying, ah, oh, don't worry about these kids. These young girls can do what they do. They safe. She goes to the bathroom by herself during a basketball game and she gets kidnapped and trafficked for 10 days, what they would call human trafficking. All right. What about this? This is a pastor right here. His name is Pastor Gino Jennings. So this is a man right here. He's a man of the cloth. He's a har hardcore, probably a Kojic, hellfire and brimstone Bible teacher. He's one of the Christians that I love. He lives by the word, hopefully. I don't know any background about him. Let's hear him talk about this exact same thing that this man is going to uh, talk about. And he does it in a way that maybe is not perverted, but he faces still some backlash by trying to get women to dress modestly in his congregation. Not much so, so much in public, but he's talking about in his congregation. Let's go ahead and listen to the pastor here. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, let's see it right here. Let's slow it down. Slow down. The most sensational things, you know, out of, you know, the things that made, you know, made you go viral. Fair use. He's saying, you know, women, you look like hoes. You look like prostitutes. Do, do you think those words were too harsh that you're using? <clears throat> no. Okay. Old folks used to say it this way. Mothers used to tell their daughters, don't go out here looking like Jezebel. Have you ever heard that statement? Yes. Do you know how the Bible described Jezebel? Please break it down for us. In 2 Kings, the ninth chapter, the Bible speaks about Jezebel. She painted her face. It was a certain attire. In the book of Proverbs, it clearly is distinguished between, it says, the attire of a harlot. But then in the New Testament, in the book of Timothy, it talks about women adorning yourselves in modest apparel. There is a difference between the attire of a harlot and modest apparel. There's nothing modest about a woman in the street, half naked. Uh, these leggings that women wear, they wear them to church. <laughs> but, I mean, doesn't church also say, come as you are? No, the Bible ain't never said that. Uh, no, I'm just saying, as a church, as you know, don't you want people to come as they yes. are right now? Yes, say, if they're, say if they're trying to change their life and they yes. have makeup on and they have tights on. Could we you welcome go like them. this? Yes, yes, you can. Okay. Yes, we welcome them. But when you come as you are, that doesn't mean that you stay as you are. No, we didn't say that. But see, this is, my, well, this is what I'm saying. Churches today, it isn't just come as you are. It's stay as you are. You can go into any church, practically 99.9 .9 of churches, and you will see more naked females. Our brothers got their pants hanging down, showing their underwear. This is church. This is what church has become now. Okay. So it should. So there's more to this. And actually, the young woman here uh, that is pictured here, they showed her in the back. She actually challenges him quite a bit in this interview. She challenges him quite a bit in this interview. And she basically is showing and reflecting the Jezebel rebel rebellious spirit, basically saying we can wear wherever we want to wear, even in your church congregation. And you shouldn't judge us. And, and you as a man can't get to determine, even though he's the pastor of the church, you can't determine what we wear.
All right, this is where we're going with it. This is how far off we are. All right, what else is on this one? How about this one? If you want to keep it in the religious context or the spiritual context, here's a one young woman right here, or this is a mother, and he's going to talk about 13, his, she's going to talk about her 13-year-old daughter and this conflict between sexuality and revealing yourself. And Sad Guru is going to talk about it, and we'll play it fast because he's a little bit of a slow talker. And my 13-year-old daughter was asking me, you know, could I, could I ask a question? I'm like, sure. So this is from her picking up okay. on, on this whole male-female um, that she is influenced by, um, given society and, and the narrative. Fair use for this particular video. I'm going to invoke my fair use privileges. But we'll go ahead and continue. And we're going to move forward uh, with Sadhguru and maybe speed him up just a little bit. I I'm sorry, I'm putting it in a very basic way. What is in somebody's pants is not my business or your business. It is, it is only relevant in a few places like bathrooms and bedrooms and somewhere. In the rest of the places, your gender is irrelevant. It's a question of your competence, what you can do, what you cannot do, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of. We need to bring the world to this place that what kind of body you have is not my business. Mm -hmm. Only in bodily relationships, it matters. In the rest of the time, it's not my business. For this, women also should think this way. But right now, it is, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a complete, uh, you know, <laughs> man's uh, dream is being played out by the woman. Very important point there. Man's dream is being played out by the woman, meaning we've been waiting for a time where women would openly display themselves. Actually, we're in it, but at the same time, the hypocrisy of it or the irony of it is the more they display themselves, the more they snap at you and call you pervert if you look at them. It's absolutely weird. It's absolutely weird. You would think the more they display themselves, the more naturally we would be open to looking at them. But the more that, which means there's a little bit of insecurity being played here. Also, there's a little bit of selective. You can look, you can't look, which is weird. But he's saying man's dream is being played out by the woman. Listen to more. You know, uh, because, yes. uh, you know, like yesterday I was uh, somebody because I was supposed to talk to some musician and, uh, and uh, I said, OK, let me hear something. So they played a video. I'm sorry I'm using such words, but I'm, I'm saying because it, it pains me that women are being projected like this. And uh, a musician is on stage in underpants. I said, why are musicians in underpants? They said, Sadhguru, only that sells. I said, what is this? So this is horrible exploitation of the woman and women are cooperating in this. This is horrible exploitation of the woman and the woman is cooperating with this. I'm, she can wear what she wants, it's not my business. But if she's wearing that only because that's what sells, that is not right in the society. It's her choice what she wants to wear. But it's not her choice. Somebody else is determining her choice. There you go right there. So I, I like what he said there. It's actually not her choice. She believes it is it her choice. But actually other people are determining what she wears and she has no choice. All right. So shout out to Sadhguru. And I'll only use him as a means to show you that this conversation is not just being held in the lower red pill areas, all right? So you can't shame us. We have a church person saying it. We have Sadhguru saying it. We have uh, we have plenty of people actually determining this, uh, uh, having this conversation. Continuing on, all right, with laying down the smackdown on the evidence here. Here's a conversation that young boys are being shamed when young girls actually reveal themselves. So the conversation is, well, these girls are actually revealing themselves more and more and more. We're seeing their bra straps. We're seeing all of these things. And it's somewhat distracting. Now, when you say that, 
they they turn it back on you. What? My shoulders are distracting you? Come on. that That's not exactly what we're saying here. But here's what happens. They're saying it's sexist dress code that targets girls when they expose parts of themselves. And then it leads to further exposure. But you can't have a rational conversation because they turn, they, they take the red herring. They take the one bit of the conversation that is somewhat you said, you admitted to, and they're what, my shoulders are distracting you? And they never really acknowledge the point. And it says right here, because God forbid a boy accidentally sees your shoulder or an exposed bra strap. You know what I mean? These are the things that people have to deal with and we can never take the subject matter seriously. How about this one? Woman inappropriate outfit, inappropriate in quotes gets her kicked out from the gym. Now, this is the outfit that she has here. I mean, come on. I mean, listen. <laughs> yes, the straw man argument. They do the straw man argument. And so, I mean, listen, I've seen women in this type of attire before. I would say for a gym, this is inappropriate. Now, women are saying it's just a sports bra and shorts. But let me tell you, I mean, you can see everything. You can see the moose knuckle, the camel toe, the bra. That's not a traditional sports bra. That is a undershirt sports bra. There's sports bras that are much more <laughs> covering than that. But I guess if this prevents you from using your sexuality to benefit you, then you're going to claim, hey, why me? Okay, why me? You're picking on me. This would be nice for a home gym. It's a little bit too much for a public gym it is a little bit too much but you can't tell them that and she's standing there like how dare you say that this is inappropriate <laughs> come on man are you joking but this is where we are as a society right here how dare you uh, today i went to the church and i was completely victimized how far do you want to take it see it starts with the shoulder and then you get here so shout out to the camel toe here with this young woman how about this one? There's a New York girls track team member suspended after sports bra protest. So a, a, a principal, I believe it was an administrator, said, you know what, girls, uh, wearing these sports bra at practice is probably not appropriate. Of course, they became the victim and then they had a sports bra protest in which the next day they came out in a sports bra. OK, and these are what you would determine underage girls choosing to wear this attire, which obviously is going to draw young men and old men's attention. I don't care what you say, because age is not the term is not a determinant of who the person is physically. The person can be under or overdeveloped for their age. You can't really tell. Okay, now you can tell most of the time, but many times there's there, there's you can't. And so this is what the man's talking about. Why take it to this level? Why can't we just say, yeah, you know, oh, sports bra? Are you aroused by a sports bra? See, this is the con this is this is what's happening here. And why are you even looking? I think actually the administrator was a male. They even charged him for being a pervert for bringing it up. All right. So it wasn't the coaches. It was an administrator. And then they called him a pervert for bringing it up. Why are you looking? It's obvious. Come on. Are you serious? I'm an administrator. I come out to check the practice field and I'm like, eh, maybe this is inappropriate for these young kids at this time. Maybe we can do something a little bit different. Maybe we can put a cutoff tank top over the sports bra. Perhaps. No, no, nope. Okay, I'm a perv. All right, so this is where we're going here. And uh, this is what you guys look like looking at the girls at the sports bra at the high school track team. This is you at the track meet 
acting like you bought a ticket, like you got a kid in the program. All right, so uh, now that we set all of that up, let me do the Super Chats. Let me do the Cash Apps. Let me do the PayPals. Let your voice be heard on this subject matter. We will have a poll on this one because now after we do all the acknowledgments here, we're going to play the full video, break down what this man said, and we're going to determine, is this man right or is he wrong? Is he a perv or is he onto something? We're going to determine that next. All right, so here we go here. Where we at? PayPal-y, pally. Is it Cash App or PayPal time? I think it's PayPal. Shout out to the brothers on PayPal. Um, Please don't use my government name, LOL. <laughs> Wait, is that a government name? All right, I can't tell. All right, appreciate you. He says, um, I was outed by a woman who watches you. Wait a minute, what? How was you outed? <laughs> were, were you outed at work? What happened here? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm trying to figure out how were you outed? That's what I want to know. Uh, Mr. P.I. Double says white women say no black men, but guilt me 38 years old for dating a 23 year old. White women say no black men, but they guilt me for. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So the white women are saying they wouldn't date a black guy, but then they still make you feel guilty for dating uh, younger women. Man, I've been so far past that. Uh, I have a preference and it's Leonardo DiCaprio type preference and of course that doesn't mean i don't practice on older women but um when it comes to choice i i'm able to make a choice now if that makes me a perv that you go ahead man i understand i i get it i get it a lot of you guys are program lemmings a lot of you guys won't acknowledge uh these things because you don't want to be outed i get it but uh not i i live by a different philosophy it is what it is jasper sharp i believe i can say that nope Post luck clarity is going to hit at 30 to 50. Many times we assume it's going to hit, but sometimes it doesn't uh, because um, some women are doing the can you tell if I'm the mother mother or daughter challenge. And some women who do look very good for their age. And they're, listen, not all older women are beyond the, not all of them hit the wall. They hit the biological wall, the the the, the, the pregnancy wall. But the looks wall, some women do look pretty good, right? And so they will try to what? Capitalize that by saying what? Now, let me let me, let me me clue you in here. What they're saying is, because there'll be a mother, the mother will be, let's just say, 48. The daughter will be, let's just say, 22. Now, when they parade themselves out here and they say, this is where the hypocrisy is. I'm going to show you where the hypocrisy is. When... When the when they when they do a video challenge or a picture and they say, can you tell which one's the mother or the daughter? What are they saying? They're saying the mother looks young, right? And as a result, she looks as young and good looking as her daughter, who could be between the ages of 16 and 22, in which we're acknowledging the daughter looks just as good as the mom, and she's underage or barely of age, right? That's the mind game we're playing. So we're congratulating the mother for looking like a barely of age daughter. <laughs> right? We're also acknowledging the fact that this is a teenage mom or was a teenage mom. I mean, this clear. 
that the age discrepancy is basically this is a teenage mom. And so she's getting rewarded for it later because obviously she hasn't aged this as far. She probably had the kid when she was 15, 16, 17, 18. And now the age difference is that slight where she still looks young. And the daughter has is looks older. And you're like, how does this old how does this woman have that daughter? You see these play on things. It's a trick. It's a trick. So then if I say, damn, forget the mom, I'll take the daughter. Now I'm a pervert. <laughs> if I take the if I take if I take the photo and I say, well, why would I take the mother if she looks just like the daughter? Why don't I take the daughter? I'm a perv. You see how they do that? They literally <laughs> they literally trick themselves. So we're weird dynamic here. And it's a conversation that needs to be had. It's just got it's just got to be had. And somebody's got to be willing to have the conversation like this man in the video. He was willing to have the conversation and willing to be thrown under the bus and called and willing to be called perv. But when you hear him, you can't say he's wrong. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we at here? Who wants this? Mike D is in the building. Greetings, coach. Mike D here. There's a lady named uh, Roxy Roxy on TikTok that is doing videos to teach ladies how to finesse men. And that's next level, huh? He says, oh, how to finesse men that's on the next level. Figure it's an opportunity for you to uh, review it and do some breakdown walkthroughs to help through to help the guys know what to look for all right we're trying to read um her name is what that sounds like a prawn star is she a pornographer <laughs> pornographer is she a pornographic who is she oh she's sugar baby she's a sugar baby uh, Sugar Baby is the dream job of Generation Z, by the way. All your, if you haven't figured that out, I've done plenty of videos on this. I show you. I, I will show a, a video of a young girl or a young woman saying, yeah, I'm a sugar baby and I did this. And then when you look at the comment section, the comment section is full of Gen Z girls going, oh, I'm glad for this video. I'm going to use these tactics. Thank you. I've been considering it. It's the dream job. It's their absolute dream job. So we've actually... The evolved in the idea like Gen Z are not on that career bullshit. All right, hold on. So I could focus on my career. Gen Z is not on the career bandwagon. Now, not all of them, but Gen Z is not on that feminist stuff. Matter of fact, I know some Gen Z young ladies that listen to feminist teachings and they're appalled by it. They 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 don't like it. <laughs> they're like these people, and they will call them a feminazi. Gen Z is not with the feminism. They they about sugar baby. They about twerking on uh, camera. They about being on TikTok. Now they'll eventually turn into one. Um, but uh, the if the least they go to college, they ain't about to be on that feminism stuff. All right, Gen Z. Mar Maryland guy says, "Don't worry, those thizots like bad baby, and the like will blow through all the money. <laughs> then they'll be old and washed up. The wall always comes to collect." Well, we assume that that's going to happen. Um, $50 million is pretty high to blow through, but if she's able to accomplish it at 18, uh, it would be her. I mean, if somebody's able to accomplish it, I think she can do it. But she's also is now saying she's made real estate investments and all of these things. And But everybody says that. Then they blow it. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know, man. 50 million is a lot to blow. Pause. <laughs> I mean, or that's a lot of blowing. And just let us understand. I haven't, I haven't gone over to OnlyFans. All right. So I haven't done my investigation, but from what I hear, I do have an OnlyFans uh name though, page. I do have an OnlyFans page. I had to claim it before somebody else did and had somebody looking like me clapping cheeks on midgets and gorditas. All right, you know somebody will do that. And they'll be like, I'm Coach Greg Adams back in here with another Gordita. All right, let's go. And it'll be this big old da-dum, 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 da-dum. And they be, and they'll put on a gray beard. And then everybody will think. <laughs> everybody will think it's me. Coach, you are OnlyFans digging that Gordita out. What you doing here? And that's you. I'll be like, that ain't me. Somebody did that on TikTok. Somebody did that on TikTok. They took my name and I actually had to claim it back. I had to wait and um, figure out when they lost the page. I had to claim it back. They took my whole name and made a TikTok account. All right. So I still have the name and I actually, then I got deleted on TikTok. <laughs> then I made another one. <laughs> right. So why they go after me, man? And that's you. I'm just here to have fun. It ain't no fun. Ladies, man, relax. Send me some feed pictures. All right, let's get into the show. Let's get back into the show. Viewer discretion is a vibe. Let me change the banner. All right, let me change the banner real quick. This show does not promote hate nor harm of persons, any persons based on gender, relationship status, and or race and class. Although I am a classist. It says this show, the goal of this show is to promote healthy choices specifically for men and lifestyle, finances, and in other areas, fitness and all of these things. So relax. Don't make this about you. We're just helping men out. Okay, let's play the video and we'll break it down to this man. Now, I'm going to put up a poll. Let's go ahead and put it up right here. I'm going to put up a poll for you to decide. Is this man a perv? <laughs> okay, or is he right? Let me see here. Is this man, is this man a pervy? A big, oh, we're going to call him a big giant perv. Or is what? He's saying right. Oh, wait, that's a poll. Man, I done messed up. Hold on for a second. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. I got to go to the poll. Pause. What is this? Is this a, is this a 2024 20, election? We're going to put perv at the top and no, he's right. You guys can vote on that. Okay, now that we got that done, I need an assistant. I know, man. I, I listen. I'm doing too many jobs. Somebody says, "Let it play again." Well, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to do five things at once. Come on, man, give me a break. All right, so here we go, right here, and it's three minutes long. I am not gonna run it all the way through without pausing. Here we go. Hey, yo! Don't nobody know your daughter is 14, 15 years old, man. They don't. Especially when they see them wearing these tight ass shorts with their ass cheeks hanging out the goddamn shorts. Men see physical, we see it. We don't know she 15, 14, man. Sis, you don't see your daughter out there look like she having an ass out contest with you? You ain't gonna say nothing? Or you just gonna, you just gonna victimize the people that look at her? Let's stop it right there. Let's stop it right there. I think this man, I, I, I'm, I'm afraid to prejudge him. But I have to do it as a means of social com commentary. I don't want to prejudge this man. But I'm going to say he's somewhere on the East Coast. 
He's definitely over 50 years old, and he might have been to prison. I, I'm, I, I cringe at that. But just based on what I hear from him, I'm going to make that assumption. Now, I might be wrong. I might, I might be wrong that he had been locked up. But that might play into what we're talking about here, right? I, I, I think sometimes men are locked up for a period of time and they come out and they're a little gruff and the way they describe things sounds like he's talking about how he would describe things behind bars. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this is how you would talk in prison, potentially. <laughs> uh, but I don't. You know, I feel bad because that's my brother in milk dudness. You know what I mean? That's my brother in milk dudness. So, um, you know, we both have big dud heads and gray in the beard. So I don't want to do him like this because I agree with what he's saying. But I just wanted to say that. All right, let's go ahead and continue. All right, he doesn't have scars and tats. So maybe he wasn't in prison. I don't know. Maybe he just grew up in Newark or Rochester or Trenton. Continuing. Or Philly. Ain't you the one that bought them motherfucking clothes? Huh? Ain't you the one that... Man, check that shit. It's warm as hell, man. You got these little girls walking down the street. I'm riding down the block, seeing all the kids for the prom. Somebody got all the little girls, prom dresses, got their ass and their titties up. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, sir. I, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, I don't know if your daughter was at this particular event or you saw the prom. I'm trying to figure out how you saw it. You're right. I've been to homecoming and prom photo shoots with people of this age. And you're right. The dresses are somewhat revealing. And yes, titties are out. I mean, sounds kind of <laughs> it, it. I know what you're saying, but uh, the way you're describing it just. But listen, let me just say this. Let me just say this. What he's saying is that the, the way he's saying it might be necessarily just to hear him out. Let's just say this. All right, let's just give this one right here. I know, man. Let's just say this. If he said it any other way, if he said it nicely without all of the prison jargon and the, you know, the hyping up of the sexuality, would we have heard him? <laughs> right? Would he have would we have heard this with this video get the play that is getting? Because if he would have said it nicely, you know, these girls are not dressed the, appropriately for the context of the prom. If he would have said that, nobody would have heard him. Nobody would have heard him. But then he starts saying, you know, big ass titties. And he's saying with this ass cheeks out, it then makes people believe that he's a perv. Like, then you have to say, bruh, why are you looking? But I still think that's a cop out. Although he could clean it up a little bit. <laughs> he could clean it up a bit. Let's listen. Now, now that we're past the fact that he's glorifying the looks of these underage girls, allegedly, let's hear if he's right. Let's hear if he's right. All right, let me see. Let's go ahead and pop him back up. Oh man, it's a little tough. But he's come, he's gotta, he's gotta bring the he's gotta bring down the point. That's normal to you. You don't feel weird about that shit. You got grown men riding by, grown men with gray beards. Wait a minute. I know you did not identify me, bro. Hold up. Are you talking, bro? Hold on. 
<laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> he must have saw me at the prom. What are you doing, bro? Hey, shh. What are we doing? And that's you. Hey, man. I know I said you were in prison, but you didn't have to call me out. You got grown men riding by, grown men with gray beards, looking at your little 12, 13, 14 year old daughter. And that's you. Nah, that ain't me, bruh. Pause. They ain't looking at you, looking at her ass. That don't bother you? Man, you need to get shit together, man. Summertime. And I guess. You catch somebody looking at your kid. You catch somebody looking at your motherfucking kid. You're going to bust their ass, right? Yeah, that makes me think you've been in prison. Yeah, that, that right there. But but let's just say it looks like he's at a school. So he might be a school employee, which means, which kind of gives you an, uh, like he might be, he might be somebody said a janitor or he might be a coach or something like that. So with that being said, if he's close to the campus, he's seeing more of this than you would actually see, right? You might see it a little bit if you end up, you know, at the mall at the right time. Well, if he's at works at a school, which looks like th this could be a school behind him, then he's seeing it much more uh, than you would see it. Uh, but he's got his black power fist on. I don't know what's going on here. Let's hear that again. If you catch somebody looking at your kid, you catch somebody looking at your motherfucking kid, you're going to bust their ass, right? You're going to get the strap. Grab the ratchet and bust their ass, right? Because they said something disrespectful to your 15 year old with them big ass titties. I I understand. I'm with you, bruh. I'm with you're a little too descriptive. I'm with you though. I I I I I I understand the point here, but uh we're gonna have to clean it up just a bit. We're gonna have to clean it up just a bit. We, we're, I'm with you. I anybody want to change their voice? Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna cancel this poll. We're gonna end the poll here. And what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do is we're gonna put a new poll up to give you a second chance at this poll here. Uh, we're gonna here, let's go ahead and put another poll up right here, and we'll go ahead and put another poll. Is this man a? Is this man pervy or is he right or is he both? All right, let's go ahead and ask that right there. And let's just put pervy. He's right. And now we'll add an option. He's both. And we go right there and we'll ask the community right there. Uh, we go ahead and ask it right there. Uh, you guys can contribute to another poll. <laughs> let's continue here. Uh, let's see here. And we'll go ahead and roll the film. Big ass hanging out with them little ass shorts, little ass clothes. Because they said something disrespectful to your 15 year old with them big ass titties. Big ass hanging out with them little ass shorts, little ass clothes that you bought. You bought them shits. Look like you went and bought them shits from a store called Build the Little Hoe. So somebody check them, right? So now the rest of the summer going to consist of shootouts and dead bodies because you ain't be a better steward, be a good parent, and teach your child the importance of protecting their private stuff. Your child in competition with you. 
That's cute to you. Yeah, he's he's right. He's absolutely right now. Yeah, uh, he's talking about the dude slap boxing in the street. Brothers get mad, but tippers are flaring because I got a few women staring just for the nappy head. But scandalous chicks made for happy feds. I tell you, it's my duty to trust them. Oh, wait a minute. I messed that up. But anyway. Oh, you trying to let people see she get it from her mother. Huh? Sis, get your shit together. Bruh, pull up. Man, I understand you ain't with her no more. Pull up. You know your daughter getting older. She's getting better. She's starting to develop now. Uh, this is when, I mean, I'm actually experiencing this as well. Uh, a lot of mothers will push the dad completely out of this and, and leave the, ch the child unprotected, right? And so he's asking for the father to come run in and save the daughter. Well, this is a time where the daughter, uh, the dad is pushed out. All right, continuing. Pull up. Encourage the mother to buy your daughter some training bras and shit. Training bra? Okay. Training bras? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> some respectful ass shorts, man. To, to get to the knees, you heard? A lot of dads try to do this and they're they're pushed away. They're shooed away. No, 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 no. You're not going to tell my daughter what to wear. Yeah, they're shooed away, especially in lower economic uh, neighborhoods. So uh, I see what he's calling for. He's he's doing a call for action for dads to come up and protect the daughters. But a lot of times at this age, maybe 12 to 15, he's identified. You can do this 16 and up. Not so much. All right. Continuing. Word up. Word up, Sean. Let's be accountable to each other, man. Word up. Okay. Damn, he's pulling his best stereo Shaheen. Is this a stereo Shaheen's uh brother? Especially in the day we got all these secret pervert, pervert ass, perverted ass, uh, the predatory ass dudes out here, man. I think thou protest just slightly too much here. Hold on, let's roll that back. You heard me. Word up. Come on, man. Let's be accountable to each other, man. Word up. Especially in the day we got all these secret pervert, pervert ass, perverted ass, uh, the predatory ass dudes out here, man. And then now weed is legal. So that's telling your 14-year-old, here come burn this blunt. And sit in the backseat of this caddy and call me daddy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that could happen. I, I've acknowledged that. Uh, let's stop for a minute here. Sit in the back seat of the caddy and call me daddy. Could happen. I've never heard that to happen, but <laughs> yeah. I'm messing with the guy. I hope he's watching the show. I'm a little bit messing with you, but he's right. I just actually proved that because here it is right here. Uh, Texas teen goes to the restroom at an NBA arena. She's trafficked right here in the hotel room for sex. I mean, for 10 days. So he's, it's what he's saying is right. Okay. But it sounds too close to home. Sometimes it sounds a little too close to home. She's also saying this, you know, I mean, he's right. We actually laid down the case uh, of this happening. You know what he talked about burning the blunt. Burning, where's the burning the blunt and uh, getting in the back seat? Where is it there? There's one of these young girls with burning the blunt uh, pictured here. I can't find it anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. So, what he's describing? What 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 zoo is this, by the way? All right, I can't tell what zoo. 
What what exhibit is that? Anyway, let's continue. Oh, where's the guy? Where where did he go? All right, did I lose him? Are you still here, sir? There he is. Uh, there he is right there. Uh, let's continue. Get in the back seat of the caddy and call me daddy. All right, we're good there. Come on, jump in the G ride. We out. Come on, y'all. It's levels to this shit. Get on top of your affairs, family, parents. Nobody want to hear nothing about uh, what's happening in the violence in North. No. Oh, he said Newark. Somebody said somebody was right. He's from Newark, Newark, New Jersey. All right. Uh, I think it's a stone throws away. Isn't Newark close to Philadelphia geographically? I think it is. So uh, he's got a little bit, uh, what is it, uh, an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, Philadelphia and New York, New Jersey, Newark is, you guys are some, you guys are, <laughs> you from Jersey, Sean. You guys are different. You know what I mean? You're different from the, everybody's different than the rest of the country. But yeah, I, people sense that. No, nah, man, we starting that. Somebody said, cool G rap janitor. You a fool. <laughs> Shit. Just be better parents to our kids out here. I'm with you there, bro. Work. And another thing, all you people out there screaming about the murders in the street, I got a question for you. Why every time you screaming about the murders in the street, you want to protest, bomb on the city hall, you want to march and anything. But why every time you get in an argument with somebody, you call them murderers? You call them shooters? How that work? Man, get it together, man. This summer. This summer is our summer. We need to be better people, better parents, better accountable parents, better responsible, accountable parents for our own children, for our own city, for our own community, for our own village, for our own nation. Man. Brother Malik Speaks, man. Share this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shared it. Brother Malik Speaks is his name. Uh, again, I'm pretty sure he's getting some popularity and some venom and all of that stuff for what he said here. Now, let's just be fair. I know we were joking on the guy. He's right. I think he's 100% right. Although, you know, he had some questionable parts of the video that it got a little cringy. But I'm saying the video wouldn't have hit like this if he wasn't like that. If he wasn't saying what he was saying, nobody would pay attention. But he got our attention on this one. He got actually the world. I want to say how many video, how many views does this have on TikTok? Uh, TikTok. Uh, let me see here. Well, there's there's. Oh, I guess he has quite a bit. I found this. I found this channel. The video has it doesn't tell me. Let me see. How do I go through? I don't really use TikTok that much. I actually just discovered people have been asking me questions on TikTok. <laughs> right? Because I went in there on my settings and it was like QA. I was like, what is that? Clink. And it was like a whole bunch of questions. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that there was a DM on TikTok. He has um, it looks like he's not picking up a lot of followers, though, but uh, a lot of people have viewed his 239k. All right, shit, I got I got videos on TikTok that got millions of views. What is this? <laughs> I'm sure somebody's done reaction videos on my stuff. Um, shout out to the TikTok. TikTok. What was I saying? All right, so anyway, uh, let's see here. We're gonna go go to the Cash App. Oh, let your voice be heard on that one. If he didn't say what he was saying, nobody would listen to it. But if you look at his comment section, let me read a couple of comments. I'm sorry. Let me read a couple of comments and see if perhaps he was being treated like uh, a perv here. Let's see. I'm going to go to a couple of comments here. It says, doesn't matter how old you 
it doesn't matter how old they are, 14 or 24, if a man can't control themselves, it's the problem with the man. So there's a woman said, it's the man's problem. Encourage these boys to learn respect. So um, I hear that argument often. And what that argument sounds like to me is tell people not to kill each other. You know what I mean? Tell people not to steal from each other. Tell people not to rob each other. Tell people not to shoot each other. Tell people what we need to do is tell people not to harm each other. That's not a solution. <laughs> that literally is, yeah, that's the go, it goes both ways argument that women basically say, yeah, we ain't gonna listen to anything you said. Uh, whatever you're saying is irrelevant. We need to teach boys to respect and control themselves. <laughs> But we're going to be out here in these streets. Yeah, we're going to keep doing that. So that was a complete avoidance strategy um, that makes no sense. Like, okay. And this person says, I agree with you 100%. These parents don't care because that's what they're doing. All right. Sort of like the sort of the children look like the adult. This person says, that's not true. Y'all know they are still young girls. All right. Which is a legit question. That's a legit point because. He did mention 12 to 15, which many times, 12, 15, you, you know what's going on there. There's no, there's no, um, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. A rare few people that age look over age. It's rare, but it happens, but it's extremely rare, rare. But he did mention 16 to 18, which sometimes, sometimes you just don't know. You would want to take precautions. Sometimes you do know, sometimes you don't. I mean, sometimes it's pretty clear, sometimes it's not. I would say. Most times it's pretty clear. Sometimes it's not. Some people said this, these are the cool parents and their kids are the friends. So this is something that I said as well yesterday and the other day, and he actually hit on it as well. They are, there are weak parents out here. There are parents that are too busy trying to be their kids' friends. There are parents that are in divorce or breakup of the family where one parent's trying to be the, the loving parent and the friend, and then they demonize the other parent who is the, the stronger parent, right? And they'll say, oh, that person's too. I love you over here and I'll let you do whatever you want to do. Doesn't matter what they're wearing or older. Doesn't matter what they're wearing, younger or older. It's not your business to harass or comment. Okay, so with that being said here, what she's saying is you ain't supposed to be saying anything. It don't matter. And so this is the same argument that uh, people were having with the reverend or sad guru when they called it out. This woman right here. What would be your assessment of me uh, as a woman? My assessment wouldn't be anything. But okay. from a biblical perspective, in the fourth chapter of the book of Jeremiah, it plainly states, when thou art spoiled, what will thine do? Though thou rentest thine face with paint and deck yourself with ornaments of gold, the scripture says, in vain do you make yourself fair. I don't believe... Uh, from a biblical perspective, that a woman have to wear makeup and fake hair to be beautiful. And this is one of my arguments. Uh, the women have been commercialized in such a way until they feel as though their hair is not good enough for them, so they want to buy some. The way God made them isn't good enough for them, so they want to put on lipstick and all this other thing. I'm a firm believer that God's creation is naturally beautiful. Beauty so don't come in the box. So that equates them to being a prostitute or a whore. No, yeah. All right. So and then you see right there, she's rebelling in the spirit of Jezebel. She she said, so you're saying, no, don't, no. So I'm not saying. You heard what I said. 
do not say so what you're saying is and then fill in what you want me to say. So then I can say, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you pencil me in, you pigeon me whole in into whatever you wanted to say. You see, that's a tactic as well. Now, Pastor Gino Jennings, let's, mm -hmm. you know. And a very emotional response. Uh, let's see here, a couple, two more comments here. It says, it looks like from a woman, it doesn't matter what we wear, y'all still look. And that's somewhat legitimate as well. However, what you're saying is, since it doesn't matter and you want to go out there and look ratchet, you rather just push the envelope all the way and say it don't matter anyway. All right. Some women have used that as an argument and said, well, we could be wearing a potato sack and you still will look. Well, that could be somewhat true. But just because that's true doesn't mean you can say, well, the hell with the rule. I'm going to just come out here and look like a skeezer. Right. You see what I mean? Uh, last one says, thank you. Some are not ready to hear this truth. And somebody says, much respect. You are a real father. All right. And people saying straight facts, facts. I agree. And so forth and so on. So there is a lot of people who agree with what he's saying, even though um, it is not common for people to even touch this subject because there's a lot of shame and, and uh, avoidance strategy to deal with the subject matter. Many times when you confront people with these type of truths, they never go, you know, we can work on that. Why don't we work on that? Yeah, you're right. We've been slipping. All right. So anyway, interesting stuff, right? Yeah, I can touch this subject matter. Pause. All right. I can touch this subject matter and deal with how people wriggle out of these things. Harold L., what did you got to say to us, brother? He says the fling the flagrant. Universal stupidity is all around. All around is remarkable. The makeup industry is a $13 billion a year uh, committed to who? Making them look old? Question mark. Yeah, okay, tell them. Um, tell them, coach. And I've done videos about this of how people play both sides of this argument. Women use makeup for, and I've always talked about concealing. What concealing means is the means to hide foundation, providing a foundation for yourself that isn't true. All right, you're providing a foundation and you build on top of that on something that is false, which is crazy. Mask, mascara is a mask. You're putting a mask on and, and hiding who you truly are and representing yourself as something that you're not. Many times these things in combination makes you look younger or it actually heightens your sexuality by making you like rouge actually makes you look more sexually aroused, right? That's what rouge does. That's what a red or light lipstick does. It similar, especially on lighter skinned people and white people, fair hair, fair skinned people. This type of look is to look like you're heightening your senses of arousal. Then you have the youthful look. You're looking more youthful by concealing. So these are all strategies that people used in the last 120 years since Max Factor in department stores began to push makeup on people. And before women didn't wear as much makeup, they did, but not as much as they do now. Now makeup looks absolutely crazy the way they put put that stuff on and so when you acknowledge when you say that these people will say this to your face no it's not i don't do makeup for that <laughs> right and you're sitting there like can we even have a rational conversation about it well we don't wear makeup for you we're not doing it to look younger and it's clearly you're doing it to look younger all of olay you got a whole damn industry to make you look younger right uh, and they have you firming skin uh making youthful this and it's absolutely nonsensical. So if, in fact, are you trying to look younger, why are you calling men perverts for looking at younger women? Mm. That's my question.
You're trying to shave off age. Well, why are you mad that I look at the women who are actually the age you're trying to shave off? Anybody got an answer to that? <laughs> I mean, anyone. Why don't I just look at the people who have the natural skin instead of you trying to hide under the skin and the concealer and the foundation and the mascara, mascara and, the, and the concealer and the Botox? Guys, I have suburban women who do Botox. And when I tell them or when I ask them why they're doing the Botox, you know what they say? Are you ready for this answer? <laughs> you know what they say? When I ask him, well, why do you do Botox? And I'm automatically going to say, you don't want to hide the wrinkles and you want to look younger. You know what they say? Let's see if somebody can pick, pick it out. It's absolutely abominable. They, 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 the accountability is crazy. No, what do, they, what do they say? Why they're using the Botox. They don't lie. They'll say they're using it. Anybody got a, got a reason why they do it? Somebody says they're not even talking about Botox parties here. No, it's not. They No. No, that's why he's saying everybody does it. They don't say how dare you. They don't say to look younger. Nobody has it yet. Okay, here's the, ah, somebody got it right there. Sinbad Sperling, Sinbad Sperling and Cynthia Ramirez. Cynthia's in here. Shout out to you, Cynthia. You got it too because you're a woman. Because you're a woman. You got it. They do it because they get migraines. I get migraines. I get these migraines. I get these migraines, and the Botox helps me with the migraines. <laughs> Cynthia Ramirez got it, and that other brother got it too. Bruh. You're like, I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. this is how I look at it when I hear that. And they will legitimately look at you with a straight face. And say, and I'm like, why are you doing that? Oh, I get these migraines. I got migraines and Botox is no, and which it is. <laughs> but I'd be looking at them like. Yeah, man, this is what we deal with, bro. I mean, again, you don't want to admit it. And they're there every three, four weeks getting this migraine medication. I get migraines. So I'm going to use the Botox. And they face be like, yeah, these migraines are going away now. Wait, see, look at my skin, sisters. Look at my skin. Look at my skin. I don't even use Botox, bro. Look at that skin, yo. That junk is amazing right there. Look at my skin. There's not a wrinkle or a crinkle in sight. I don't have dark circles under my eyes. I barely do. A little puffy right here. Ladies, don't you wish? I don't even use makeup. Somebody, <laughs> look at my skin, ladies. Don't you wish? I bet you, you ladies watch me in jealousy. They like, look at this dude. Forty six. I'm forty six years old. I'm forty six. <laughs> Somebody says, Coach, the requirement they need to meet before uh, getting Botox for migraine, they need to have tried so much drugs. <laughs> All right. Look at this, ladies. Look at my skin. Look at look as I touch my skin, ladies. Look. You see that? You ain't got that. You can't do that. Damn, look at that. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Somebody said beard, beard. Yeah, if I shave my beard off, I, I let the gray go in. People are like, how old are you, bro? 
you see me in public, you're like, I can't really tell how old you are. Are you 58 or are you 32? Look at that milk dud. It's part of my receding hairline right there, but. You see when I touch my face, ladies, do this to your face. I bet you you can't do that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I bet you you can't do what I'm doing. Look. Look at that skin. Damn, bro. Look at my eyes. Hold on for a second. Look at my eyes. There ain't no damn. Look at that. There ain't no crinkles in there. There's no dark spot. Look, women be like this. They got put. They be. <laughs> but look at me, bruh. <laughs> They'd be like, choo, 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 choo. 38 minutes later, you still look like the same person under a mask. <laughs> anyway, shout out to y'all, man. Oh, man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, and this they wonder why they be acting funny, all them chemicals. Shout out to Sephora and all them. Oh, man, let me get back to the show. Sorry, man. We just having a little fun. Where's Cynthia at? Cynthia Ramirez. Cynthia knew, right? Migraines. Somebody says, check out ridiculous prom dresses on uh, Instagram reel. That's from Mr. Harris. I'm afraid to click on comments, content you guys send me. I can't do it mid-show because then y'all be having me in trouble. Uh, Mr. Neil, Mr. C. Neil, or we'll call him YouTube trash talker. Sorry. He's not wrong, but my question is, why does he care? I put on my shades when I go out and treat modern women like a bear market, just riding it out. Yeah, I think um, that's an honest question. Why does he care? Either he's a parent or he sees it so much and he knows what's going to happen. He actually tied it into it's going to cause young men to do things in these streets for these girls. And this is true, too. Um, and uh, it's kind of maybe a cleanup argument a clean up guy argument that there could be an argument made for that it's like dude but um he is the guy that's gonna save the community i think that's where his approach is he wants to save the community and so i think he's talking specifically about the young girls in memphis like the ff f and f girls and that's what he's talking about i think in my and if i just wanted to be honest he obviously recognizes it and he sees it he might be admitting to being attracted to the girls temporarily, momentarily, and then realizing they're young, which I think they're, that he's somewhat admitting to that or he's admitting the men, admitting that men will do that. I don't know, man. If, if I was honest, I think that that's what's happening there. D. Austin, A.D. Austin says, parents sabotage their kids every day. This is just one example. That's why. SBM, save yourself, man. Get up out of Newark, New Jersey. And parental sabotage of, uh, of children is at an all-time high. It's absolutely ridiculous as to how we're setting out our children. And if anyone disagrees, look at the just look at the state of young people today but between the ages of 15 and 30. 15 and 30. Uh, there are some millennials that are doing absolutely fantastic, and um, they've they've launched off. But there are more, it says right here, there's an article, I always talk about it. More, most millennials live at home with their parents. All right, most millennials, let me see here, millennials and parents. And um, let me just tell you, Gen Z will be worse 
I mean, the only way, the only way Gen Z would be better is if these girls make money off of monetizing themselves and they save that money and they make some crazy inv investments, right? Like bad baby and all of these sugar babies. Um, it, it, it says right here, adults are living with their parents at an unprecedented level as crushing debt, runaway housing market, and the pandemic make independence impossible, not probable, not likely, impossible. Home ownership is almost going to be, it, it, it is going to be the you'll own nothing and like it. Home ownership almost going to be impossible for anybody under the age of 32. It's damn near impossible especially in the next five years, it's going to be impossible. I mean, first of all, if you want to capitalize on the housing market, by the time there's a turn in the, uh, turn in the housing market, if you don't have the money now, when are you going to get it? <laughs> like, you ain't going to get it. The layoffs are going crazy right now. So you're not going to be in a position to buy waiting for the opportunities, right? You're waiting for the crash. Many people who are this age, you're not going to have the money ready to go. So you're going to be cornered out. You'll own, you'll, you'll own nothing and like it. So if you're living with your parents now, I guarantee you're not saving money. I love being, I'm living with my parents. I'm saving money. No, you're not making money. That's what's happening. The human mind, there's a actually, <laughs> there's a, there's a saying in sales that once you achieve a certain quota, you actually stop selling. So in sales, I can't remember what the quote was, but it's a term that salespeople use. So say, for instance, you have a quota or you have a budget that you're trying to achieve. And this could go for anything. You, you have a dollar amount you're trying to achieve. You want to get a certain test score. Whatever that score is, once you achieve it, you stop trying to go above and beyond and achieving it. And um, and what, what tends to happen with is people who live with their parents Say, well, this is my budget. My budget is, let's just call it $2,000 a month since I don't pay rent. Well, you'll end up taking a job that only pays you $2,500 a month. And then what you won't do, sandbagging. And then what you won't do is go, I'll make a job. I'll keep working to make a job that, or have a job that's going to make $8,000 a month while I live with my parents. You won't do it. You'll do just enough. Somebody call the mark has been hit, sandbagging. And you never push forward and go, damn, if I really push hard the next six months and make eight Gs on a $2,000 budget, I can get out of the debt. People don't do this. Women typically don't do this. Okay? And it's sad. Women typically don't do this in their budget. They say, well, I need $3,000 a month. And uh, as a result, my baby daddy pays me $1,000 a month in child support. So then she says, I only need to make $2,000. <laughs> like what that's not in your budget that doesn't go in the damn it that doesn't go in the income slot but people will do that that goes in the income slot or i get x amount of dollars from government services that goes in the income slot that's not income <laughs> so no you don't have to make two thousand dollars you got to make six thousand dollars because there's going to be a time there's something called inflation. There's something called the, you know, the market's going to change. There's something called savings, retirement, social security, 401k, IRA, IRA investments, savings, stocks, bonds. 
Like you don't want to make two G's and take the so so tends to happen is this when you make when you own when you say something like that, okay, my dad, my baby daddy, or my sugar daddy is gonna give me a thousand dollars, and then and then I only have to make two thousand dollars for my three thousand dollar budget. What happens when your baby daddy's late on child support? What happens? They get angry. Why are they so angry? And because they're gonna say, Well, I can't pay my rent and my car's gonna get repossessed and why is your car going to get repossessed? Because your baby daddy's late on child support. That's not income. <laughs> what does your repossession have to do with your child support payment or your WIC check or your EBT or your sugar daddy money? Your sugar daddy don't want to pay you no more. How are you getting repoed? <laughs> but this is what normies, ham and eggers, knuckle draggers think. This is how you work. So when you get to a point, you say, I got to make $6,000 a month or and I'm going to live with my mom, but I'm going to make $6,000 a month. You should be making $12,000 a month. To get out of that hole, because if you just keep making six grand, you ain't never getting out. <laughs> You're going to stay there and stay there and stay there. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, you people. But this is the average American way of thinking. This is how people think and process their way through life. They get a they get a windfall and they say, well, I don't have to work as hard anymore. Yes, you do. You got to work double. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was on my soapbox a bit. I was on my blue chip mindset stuff. What if you lose your job? What if you lose your job? What if you stop getting income? You know how many times that's happened to me? <laughs> right. As a self-employed person over the last 10 years, I thought I was going to get income and I started counting the chickens before they hatched. And then lo and behold, something happened. Somebody couldn't pay me. Lo and behold, I get demonetized. Lo and behold. And then when that happens, everybody's like, you're going to get your stuff repoed. No, I'm not. I was ready for it. <laughs> That's why I didn't buy all kind of gold chains, gold teeth, uh, watches, all that stuff. Why would I get repoed? I'm ready for it. I'm like, okay, well. Now I have my emergency fund or I got a little bit extra here on my savings or I wasn't dependent on that check anyway. I'll adjust. I'll wait a couple of more months, adjust, be right back home. I have credit. I mean, there's many a ways that I'm, I'm ready for stuff like that. But most people aren't. You're waiting for the next paycheck to get to the next day. You got to get out of that mindset. You literally got to get out of that mindset because Guys, let me tell you, a paycheck is not going to come and you're going to be effed. You're going to be effed and you will be back at life. I lived on the street one time. I lived in the I lived in my car once. I ain't never going back. And the way I know now I'm never going back is to prepare for tough situations. All right. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I ain't never. And, and guys, not having a woman will get you in these situations where you can prepare for tough times. If you have a girlfriend or a wife or kids, you're not going to be ready. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. By the way, this is the whole philosophy of the free agent lifestyle is to get you ready for this. What about love? Screw love. I ain't got to wait for love. All right. Love can wait. I need to make sure I'm surviving. All right. Anyway. Somebody says, only the paranoid survive. I believe that's what you meant. Only the paranoid survive. Yes, indeed. I seen the bottom. I ain't going back. So if that means 
I don't have to marry anyone and I'm never moving a woman in. And that's the recipe to success. That right there is what I'm going to do. Because if you move a woman in and you're dating, you're going to be hemorrhaging money. Where are we at? Uh, we'll call you a, we call you uh, AMB Trucking. So we don't say your government name in the building. Thank you, sir. And uh, we'll call you, we'll call you DJ One Love. All right. How about that? He was a substitute teacher and they do dress wild. All right. Um, he's, he's admitting what happens in the school. Let me tell you, I've been around because again, I've been in education and I've been with kids. Um, when I was 22 years old, I was a head, hold on for a second, scratching my leg. I was a varsity basketball coach for a girls team. All right. At a high school, you can do your research. I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, this was in the nineties, late nineties, 22. Um, Man, I'm going to tell you, there were some girls that were pretty forward with the coach. And these were high schoolers. That Not all of them were, though. There were only a few of them that were forward in their intentions. And I was like, if you're not a strong man, I've never been one to eat and sh- uh, uh, where, I, where, I, where I work. I, I'm, I can really separate that. I can separate business from pleasure pretty well. Like I said, I've worked with... Um, I've lived with three women as roommates, all right? I've only lived with uh, three roommates, and they've all been female. Never screwed on any of them, never tried. One tried on me, and I cut her off. I always separate business from pleasure, all right? I can separate that because I know that there's more women out there. I don't have to have that one. I don't have to have that one. But um, I've had a few players that would tell me, uh, and this was mostly high school, college, not so much, but high school that they would be like, I take you right now. I remember one girl said that and she was a sophomore. She was on the JV team, but she was one of those girls that was really overdeveloped. She looked, she, she was Belize. She was from Belize. Like her family was from Belize. She was really one of those girls. Like you could tell she was young, but she was really mature and overdeveloped. And she was very forward and uh, those people tend to be more sexually mature. Like if you're from the South America, they tend to be, look at sexuality way different than Americans. Americans, we're Puritans. We're Puritans, uh, Americans here. So we tend to repress sexuality and believe that we can we can take sexuality and say, well, we're in this situation. So there's no possibility of sexuality. But here there is like we can say, well, while we're on the job, no one should be thinking sexual. This is what we do in America. It's actually probably unhealthy to do, but it's the only way to get through a Puritan society. But it's not realistic. So that when it does happen, then there's a human resource meeting to determine why this man was thinking sexual <laughs> during the job. How dare you? How dare you? Well, some cultures actually acknowledge that. Some, so you could be in South America and everybody would be like, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> but we are repressive sexually and it's actually unhealthy. You actually can look up studies of how that is unhealthy and you can have, this is why you have all of these sex goddesses, these women that'll come out and uh, they're like some internet sex goddess and they'll be like, sexuality is open and all of this stuff, but we can't handle it here. And I think part of the reason we can't handle it is because we repress the reality of sex here. We still believe we're a monogamous society. This is how ridiculous sexuality is. Women still believe they're monogamous. 
they will actually look at you and say, I'm monogamous. You're like, no, you're not. You're, you're absolutely not monogamous. You've been divorced. So that is the very definition against monogamy. You've been divorced. There's no way. I'm a good woman. I'm monogamous. You're not. On definition, on what do you get? From the jump, you're not. Then they overlap people. They have temporary sexual exclusivity, and they will call themselves monogamous, and they will call men dogs and cheaters, and they will overlap sex like crazy their whole life. From 15 to 30, from 15 to 20, 25 to 30, 35 to 40, 45, 50, they'll have multiple sexual partners, some overlapping the next. And they'll be like, I'm monogamous. Mm. Like, it's it's exhausting. It's exhausting that people believe this stuff and they have a false, I think we do have a false sexual educational system. So that some things we won't acknowledge as realistic and then we will call it out. How dare you? Well, come on. Let's just deal with it in the realistic perspective, like kind of the conversation we were having today. Like, yeah, it makes sense that young girls are developing, and then if they're exposing themselves, older men are going to see it. Maybe we'll prevent that. How dare you think about these people in a sexual manner? You're like, (laughs) (laughs) he didn't say he was going to do something. He just said he can see it. But now he's the bad guy. Because he says, well, I noticed he didn't say he was going to do something. He didn't say he was going to get their number. He didn't say he was going to act on it. He just said, I see it. And then they make you the bad guy. So our culture, being that we come from a Puritan culture and sexual repression, and the church was leading uh, the, the, the country for a long time, we won't acknowledge true sexuality. And it puts people in trouble. And most people who are victimized by it I would say are men, but you can give a a good argument that women are also victimized by this as well. They're they're victimized by it as well because we're not being honest about ourselves. But it's okay. You guys can continue doing what you're doing. It's not working. So I'm on the right side of the argument. What you guys are doing is certainly not working. All right, uh, who is this in here? Who do I call you? We'll call you Ray. All right, see, he says, Coach, I made just short of 170K and live in the ghetto. Hmm. He says, no wife, no kids, mostly stay at home engineering job. I'm a former MGTOW and now somewhat of a free agent. I do not require much to be happy. And all it costs is a fistful of 20 to bang some Kayleys in a cardboard box. I got money. It's weird, too. They will come over and lie down like a Carl's Jr. star. You'd be like, Jasmine Rice, they be coming over there for very little, bro. You're like, wow. They don't ask for no furniture, nothing. They're like, oh, what do we got here? Uh-huh. I'll lay right there. Shout out to Gen Z. Deadly Edley says, I'm 33. In the words of rapper Jack Harrow, I didn't peak in high school. I'm still out here getting cuter. Shout out to, I wonder what Jack Harrow is. I don't know the, I don't know the background about him. He says, oh, yeah, I was a late bloomer, too. I was a late bloomer, um, being the fact that I graduated at 17. And if anybody knows, man, that is like, if, if, if you're a late bloomer physically, like, and you graduate at 17, I turned 18 in college. I was all the way in deep in the middle of midterms, and I was still 17. And uh, it took me a while to, the late bloomers, to grow into, grow into yourself. 
And once you do, uh, it becomes an advantage because a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys will be, they will bloom early in high school. They'll be like 15 and got goatees and beards. They look like somebody daddy. But later on, by the time they're 25, if they don't take care of their bodies and they go drink and, and do whatever, they can get a, they can hit the wall too. And then, you know, larger males tend to put on excess of body fat in their mid thirties or their hairline overseas, right? Early on, they will be 28 with the old George Jefferson. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be like 28 with the George Jefferson already. And you'd be like, damn son, you was the man at high school. <laughs> and they got a big gut and they've been drinking. And you're like, yo, <laughs> what happened to you, Sean? And around the same time, you're 28 and you don't got the George Jefferson. You fit, you got muscle. You got a little six-pack coming in. You're like, yo, you just starting to bloom. You starting to peak. And these people starting to hit their skin. The sad thing is they got the high school girls and you didn't. And that's what it really is about. <laughs> when they were in high school, they got the girls and you was just off looking to the side. <laughs> where's, my, where's my picture? This is how you was looking, but you were young right here. You were looking like this here. Watching him bang everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get no girls in high school. Neither are you going to get any now. You just missed out on that error. You know what you get? 45-year-old women going. And that's you. That's what you get. You get 45-year-old women going, oh, wow, you look young for your age. I can't deal with men in their 50s. They're already out of shape. So I like men like you. And that's you. You get the bang 36-year-old leftover, son. That's what your reward is as a late bloomer. Right. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Late bloomers, there's hope for you, son. All <laughs> right, you missed the whole high school and early college age. You miss, you miss, you miss sophomore year, High school, junior year, high school, senior year, high school, freshman year, college, sophomore year, college. Then you started to get a little stank on your finger by junior year. All right. And then by the time you fully develop late bloomers, guess what you get? And that's you. <laughs> uh, late 20s, early 30s, which you, which means to you. And that's you. 42. Mm. They'll be like, why don't you want to commit? Don't you want commitment? Here comes come the bank world. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? 
what? Go who? You Go don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. Yeah, man. You get the girls that were backstage at the Poison concert, the BBD concert, the New Edition concert. They were sweating Johnny Gill's jock. They ran up on, they was they was part of the Showtime Lakers. Or let's fast forward. They got all the girls that Kobe Bryant and them ran. Well, not Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. Let's give somebody a live. All right. Derek Fisher and Shaquille O'Neal. Or let's fast forward. All the, all the guys, all the girls that B2K ran through. <laughs> you get all them. You get all the girls that uh, got ran through by Future and, you know. Then they start coming. You're such a good man. Oh, you're so, such good. I've never had a real relationship. Right? I've never had anybody take me on good dates. I've never had this. And now you're such a good man. And you're going to take me on 50 dates before you get a little stank on your finger. That's what you got as a late bloomer. I'm almost 26 years old. And I live alone. Have no friends. Never been to a party. Cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. Life is just really lonely. Just another holiday. I'm by myself. Yeah, you'll have her by the time she's 42 in no time flat. All right. Just keep doing your thing. Keep developing. Late bloomer. Get your money right. All right. You got to work and work and work. 14, 15 years pass. Then you finally hitting your stride. <laughs> finally hitting your stride. You like, oh, man, I'm cleaning up. You go on Tinder. You just clean it up, man. Right there. 38 to 50. They out there just, oh, you look fantastic. You look like a real man. You look like a good man. Cedric the Boss, the Ballos, groupies and all them. Yeah, you getting all of them. You missed the whole boat. Then by the time you trying to go backtrack, you're like, damn, can I go get some younger girls? I got money. they like, shame, shame, shame on you. Why do you like these younger girls? you like, because I missed the boat. <laughs> I didn't get them. I want to go back and make up for lost time. And that's you. <laughs> that's who I want. You looking at them like, damn, I missed the whole time. I want to put my hands on them. <laughs> all right, let me stop. Somebody going to snip that. Somebody going to snip that and then call me a pervy. You know how these people do. But that's what happens. <laughs> you trying to make up for lost time. <laughs> you like, I'm tired of these soggy, sloppy yogurts, man. I'm tired of putting my hands on it. You know what I mean? You grab their arm. You see their feet, their toes looking like this. You like, oh, man. Stretch marks and all kind of cesarean section scars. You like, oh man, I see another C section scar. <laughs> Can I get something young, firm, and tighter around here? No. I got money. You don't need them type of girls anyway. Them ain't the type of girls you want. You mean those? You mean those were the girls you were when you was getting ran through and married and divorced? in multiple non-monogamous relationships and cheated on and abused. You mean when you were firm, you trying to tell me I didn't want the younger you, right? And that's you. <laughs> Varicose veins and blotchy skin. No, I'm just <laughs> This is what they going to say is, hey, this is a joke, by the way. She looking like this. So I could focus on my career. They do be out here like the Niagara Fall, though. 
that's the whole thing about it. Because you'd be like, these girls dried up like the Sahara Desert. No, they not. Some of them are. Most of these people out here be like a stream. You'd be swimming through it like. <laughs> you'd be. <laughs> you'd be trying to pull back on it. You don't expect it. You're like, whoa, girl. Oh. Because they can finally be free. They can finally. They can finally be free. They don't risk pregnancy anymore. <laughs> they don't risk pregnancy anymore. They're, they, they've given up hope. You know, their reputation already either been drugged to the mud. They don't care no more. Did you guys know? Did you guys know? The worst place STDs are passed are not at the college campus. They're passed at the old age house. Did you know that? They don't care. They're like, no condom. Come on in here. Get these. Come on here. Get the clap. Just come clap these old cheeks. And they still be at it. Guys, you guys think old people don't be at it? They still be at it. <laughs> right? Uh, somebody said, really? Yes. Did you guys know that? It's a known fact. The most STDs are passed at old folks' home. Let me see here. I'm proving my case. Old folks' home. I'll prove it. Uh, let's see here. I'll, I'll give you a couple. We'll give it internet sources. I know I didn't have time. STD transmis transmission among the elderly is unfortunately a common and growing problem. For example, between 07 and 01, chlamydia infections among Americans 65 and older increased by 31% and syphilis by 52%. Um, syphilis, chlamydia infection by 52%, syphilis by 65%. Gonorrhea by 90%, by 90%. And the reason why is Viagra. I mean, it's pretty, pretty clear that I would say if I would just look at the data and the timing, Viagra. I mean, it's, you know, now they have access to pills that can keep them aroused. So with that being said, now they can, you know, dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> Uh, it says right here, this study finds, uh, this study finds, and this is Google research. This study finds older Americans are seeing the highest increase in STDs due to, uh, due to being far less likely than younger people to use condoms or to take other precautions while having sex. Right here. Studies find that older Americans seeing highest increases in STIs. So, um, you know, they, they out here with the freaky deaky. <laughs> they out here with the reeky deaky out here. So y'all better strap up if y'all hitting boomers. You know, them boomer ladies be trying to put it on you. All right. Especially in my age, because I'm at the age where I can go all the way back to 35 and people will think it's fair. As soon as I go down to 32 and 28, they be like, wait a minute. So that's where I be. But women between the ages of 35 and 55, they be trying to put it on me. All right. And when they come over, they don't ask for nothing. They come over right over. They be like. I'd be like, pause, let me get that. You don't need that. Give me that. <laughs> right? They let you bust all up inside. and you like, yo, they don't care. They're not scared to die. And you know what else? <laughs> that we're talking about that. They actually lived in a time where they were scared. You know, they, they lived through the time when they were young, scared of getting pregnant, scared of, they really didn't have knowledge of what would come with sex. They were just fearful of it. So because of the fear, they didn't have as much of it. Now they live 35 years and some of them never got caught up. They never got caught up. 
they never got an STD, or if they did, they got a little, clear, they cleared it up, got a shot and cleared it up. And they were like, well, what's the big deal, right? So um, they never got AIDS, like everybody was scared. They, everybody was scared of it. Some of them never got it. And they were like, I was out here being reckless for three decades. I ain't never going to catch it. Or if I catch it, what the hell? I'm going to be dead anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be dead in 20 years anyway. So catching it when you're 20 is different than catching it when you're 68. So they're like, whatever. They ain't afraid to die. And they know it probably is not going to happen. If it hadn't happened now, it's probably not going to happen. So they more reckless than you are. They're way more reckless. And they're not going to get pregnant. So they let you slide up. So there's no fear of that. So they tend to have very high rates of STI. I say STDs, but that, I guess that's an old phrase. And they don't care about getting caught having it. You know, remember when you were 20, you were scared to get caught having it. You know what I mean? Like, especially women, you were scared that somebody's going to find out you had some. By the time you're in your 40s, 50s, and 60s, you ain't you ain't scared. It ain't even a thing that you had some 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 loving. It's not even a thing. When you're 20, you come out real quick. Yo, shut man, smell that, yo. I was just oh, in her, man. You got to tell everybody. By the time you're in your 40s, you don't, you just be like, how you doing, ma'am? What's your name? I don't need to know. Lay down over here. It's like a handshake. You're like, let me finish the handshake. All right, we're finished. Go back to your house. Yeah, you snore anyway. You don't care. <laughs> you don't care. Some women come over there in their late 40s, 50s. They just come over like, hey, let, look, just handle this real quick, and then I'll be out of your hair. <laughs> they be like, I'll be out of your hair. I'll go. But this is what happens when you're old. See, now the danger is, now we're going into overtime. The danger is, the danger is when you're an older male and you get to this mindset and you deal with younger women because it's still something to a younger woman, but it's really nothing to you. Celebrities deal with this all the time. Celebrities deal with this all the time. So a celebrity has been with five, 10,000 women. So it's nothing to him. But a young girl, a fangirl, comes up to this celebrity and he's the celebrity. And then also she's not had 5,000 men. Hopefully she's had only a dozen. Well, the experience for her, especially if she's a fangirl, it means something to him. It means absolutely nothing. And it will translate themselves in the interaction. And then she will get discarded like a piece of tissue when it means everything to him, to her and to him, she was just another one. And she's going to feel the way about it. And guess what's going to happen? She's going to be like, I was victimized. I was taken advantage of. I was discarded like a piece of toilet tissue. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's kind of a weird, weird thing. So when you get older, handshake. And you'll find that out when you get older. When you're young, you're just like excited. You're doing it. I'm finally doing it. You jump in there. Trying to think of your granny so you don't bust in five seconds. You'd be like, here it goes. Hold on for a second. Hey, don't breathe. Don't move. Don't wiggle your hips. If you wiggle your hips, it's going to be over, lady. Oh, don't breathe. She breathes. She pant. Oh, she does that. And you're like, here it <laughs> Roar! Mm. <laughs> Be done in two seconds, all right? 
she let out a breath. She wait to exhale any damn thing. It's over for you. She wiggle her hips. She do something. Bye-bye. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's what happens. See, what you young dudes still have to do that. All right. I, for me, that don't even happen no more. I'd be like, man, I got to think of somebody else. All right. Who can I think of real quick? The person just brand new to me. The person right here, she brand new. All right, come in here. Come on. All right. Let me think of somebody else I saw earlier today to make this happen. It's what happens when you get a little older. It's a weird thing. <laughs> All right. So anyway, man, this is why this, by the way, this is why women have to drink alcohol like their winos to get with their husbands. They have to they have to be all liquored up and you have to all really be all liquored up. <laughs> all right, man. Shout out to you. And then uh, yes, yeah, so once you get the snip, you never worried about what? Pregnancy as well. So if you if you got the snip, then you're probably gonna be you're you're gonna be like uh Nick Cannon out here, reckless as hell. Because um he's out here being reckless. Uh no matter how much you bloom as a late bloomer, there's an age group that you'll never be able to access legally rhymes with Dale Bates. <laughs> That's deadly, deadly. Yeah, you'll never be able to. Um, and some people have tried to, and it's a crime. So be careful out there. Last one. Juan Oranella says, shout out to the 304s turning 21 today. I got money. What a world we live in. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Let's get out of here. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, possibly. If I don't be here, if I'm not here, don't be alarmed. They didn't get me. And we out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out.